everyone to the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, a Prairie Proud Wrestling Podcast covering everything from Winnipeg to worldwide. My name is Blair Pacheco. I, I have to kick things off and first off and say Happy New Year because we are into January 2024. 2023 is wrapped up. We did the review episodes. We had a blast doing that. But now it is business as usual and I am very excited. The new year is here. Wrestling shows are kicking off again after a little bit of a lull through the holidays and CWE is embarking on an Ontario tour, kicking off 2024. I think January 2nd, they're getting started. And making their debut on the CWE tour is my guest today, Zondra Lee. I'm just going to add you here. Zondra, how are things going? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I mean, you're going to be making your debut with CWE doing this tour. Um, what are your thoughts heading into it before we get started? Well, first off, it's like their first time having women's wrestling in like over five years. So I am very excited to be the first one back doing it. Mm -hmm. so obviously, like a lot of excitement and, you know, like a little nervous to being the first one back. But I think that me and the person who I will be wrestling, which is Chaos, will put on a heck of a show. So I have a lot of excitement heading into this. Now, this is this is pretty big. I mean... I know uh, uh, heading out east into Ontario, like you said, it's been over five years since they've done something like this. So, I mean, to be a part of that, it, this is huge. And I mean, CWE events are very family friendly, lots of kids there. So knowing that you're going to be out there wrestling, I mean, you could be influencing a next generation yes, by exactly. being a part it's, of this. Um, like a lot of the shows I'm at, there's like tons of kids who come up to me and stuff. But like the fact that this is, so huge and stuff that the fans and little kids who will be there this is even bigger for them so it's I'm, I'm excited for for that whole um experience of being not not necessarily a role model but kind of in a way for the kids yeah so the the tour i think it's it starts on the second and it goes for five or six days if i'm not mistaken with shows every night um how how do you prepare i mean mentally for something like this because it's a lot of traveling doing shows every day and it's different than just the weekly shows which you may be used to yeah um i've never done um a full week of wrestling like the most i've done is like two or three days at once so going into this it's just um kind of planning in your head what you're gonna do for each day and like have a set time for like when you're supposed to make sure you get your sleep when you can mm -hmm. so it's more just like a lot of planning with um a bunch of the people that i'm going with and just uh it's a lot of mental preparations for that and also um working as much as you can to build your body up for it because you're doing it for like a full week. You know, mm -hmm. you want to make sure you're in as best shape as you can be. So it's a lot of um, going back and forth with other people trying to plan to make sure we know what we're doing. For sure. So let's, let's start from the very beginning. Do you remember your very first introduction to wrestling? Oh, that's uh that's going back quite a bit, but it was, I can't remember exactly the first time it was, but it was with my dad, mm -hmm. who's like, he's huge wrestling fan. So we would watch it like all the time on his phone when he was like 
um, making stuff or whatever. So I would um, always like uh, be behind him or like beside him watching over his shoulder. So it was with my dad, like in the kitchen, just watching it on his phone. That's as far back as I can remember. Was Were you able to go to shows with him growing up? Um, so like the first show I went to, I was like nine years mm-hmm. old and it was, um, it was like a smash wrestling show. It was yep. a promotion here. Um, so that was the first ever show that I went to, which was with him as well. And then like over the years, we went to more, um, like indie shows in my area. So he was, my dad was the first person I ever went to see a wrestling show with. Nice. That's awesome. I mean, I know like my dad took me to my very first show and I mean, I will give him all the credit in the world for sitting there for five hours while they taped TV shows for weeks on end. But it's always nice having that connection with a parent being able to share wrestling with them. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a big bond we share. That's awesome. So at what point are you thinking, hey, I want to become a professional wrestler? Yeah, so actually I remember like um, I – after a bit of watching it for like a couple years, I got really into it. And um, I was like going back and forth with the thought of what if I do this? I was 12 years old when I first um, decided to ask my parents if they would be okay with me mm-hmm. doing that. So it was um, a couple years of being that little fan. And then at 12 years old, I decided I wanted to do it. And then three years later at 15, I was able to go into my first wrestling school, which was Energy Wide Pro Wrestling Academy. And then I had my match at 15 years of age. Wow. That's very impressive. Good job. Thank you. Uh, how, like, I mean, I was going to ask about training, but I mean, how nervous are you heading into your first match at 15? I was, um, yeah, I was almost in tears backstage. I was like so nervous because um, not only with my age, but also like I had been it was like during COVID, like it was the first time back since then. So like, you know, not being used to big crowds and stuff and then going right to the center of attention for people. Um, A lot of trying to calm myself down backstage. But as soon as I walked through the curtain and went in the rain, it was just like, I felt at home. Like I felt like I was in control and like all that nervousness just melted away. But before that I was like a bundle of nerves. (laughs) And it's funny because I think everyone especially in canada was kind of feeling like as soon as shows picked back up like we weren't able to do a whole lot so like shows start happening and it's like hell yeah we're gonna go out there and like every indie show i was going to was packed because we missed out on a few years of it so i mean mm-hmm. right then and there you're gonna have fans that are very eager to see wrestling so it's a, a huge opportunity yes 100 percent. Uh, so you mentioned training at nrg right Yes, um, what was it about that school that kind of drew you towards it? So I'm actually from a smaller town and they didn't have a school at the start. So I asked like the local wrestling promotion, which is Northland Wrestling, like asked the promoter there if he knew of any around. So then like the following year, he started one up. So I went there because like that was the only one around. And then um, I just grew to love the place. Like I've I've never gone to like any other school. Like I've always stayed there and like I've connected with all the um, other students and like wrestlers there. So it was, it's really more just like a family basically there. And, mm-hmm. you know, just growing up where I've trained there for so long, it's just like, it feels like home to me. So who was your main trainer there? 
Um, main trainer is Dan Jarris. That's his wrestling name. And who he actually is is Dan Pagozo. Um, he has over like 25 years in the business. So, you know, he, he knows what he's doing. And mm-hmm. so he not only runs the school, but he also runs a local promotion called Northland Wrestling. So he like mixes the um, training, like the school with his shows as well. And like we get to some of the students are on his normal shows. That's a, a great way to start incorporating newer wrestlers into the live atmosphere of a show, getting used to everything and really making them feel welcome and part of a team. Yeah, 100% it cohesively together. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I have to also give props to him because I, I was when I was watching some of your matches up on YouTube, I think I saw his name as the videographer. So, I mean, having all of those, having matches put up there, it's really beneficial for yourself and even just garnering new fans. So, I mean, I, I have to give props for that to him. So thank you very much for that. Yeah, um, now, I mean, what was training like for you? Was it what you expected or, I mean, heading into that, that's a big step. So what were you feeling heading into there? Yeah. Um, I was quite nervous because, you know, I'm not only like my age, but also like the smallest person there. So there was a, like a lot of intimidation. Um, and I was just like, I never thought I would get to that point. Like, you know, just being a little kid dreaming about it and then actually doing it. It's, a whole lot different than what you would expect um going through all like the learning process the drills all that it's can be quite um overwhelming at times but then you know you get you get into like a groove and like just it starts making sense to you but first starting off I was like I was all over the place I didn't know what to do and it was just like I felt um like I, I was very shy back then and like I just didn't want to do anything wrong. So I just like stayed in the back type thing. But um, over the like next couple months, I started, you know, come out of my shell a bit more and got more comfortable. So now it's, it's not a problem. But first starting out, I was very, very nervous. It's like, it's funny hearing you say that because I mean, after watching your matches, seeing the promos you've cut and I'm like, you say you're shy. I'm like, not a chance because like <laughs> the personality you ooze, it's just like, all right, well, I would not think of shy at all. So, I mean, great job overcoming all of that. Yeah, we've, we've come a long way since, <laughs> since I first started. What was, what was like the biggest advice Dan was giving to you while you were in training? Biggest advice, um, make everything count. Like when you throw something, when you do a move, put everything into it and don't, um, don't second guess yourself. Like as soon as you get into it, just go for it. So that's mm-hmm. a big thing he drills in, like when you hit, hit to leave a mark, basically. Um, and then just uh, trust who you're with, like who you're wrestling. If you don't have trust, then, you you know, you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. So not only the biggest thing is trust yourself, because if you don't trust yourself, then really no one else is going to. But two main things is um, make it count when you hit and the trust. That's you had mentioned i mean your first match was you know during the pandemic uh 2021 yes uh do you remember who it was with yeah so it was actually with um another wrestler who was in the school with me she doesn't do it anymore but um sydney Ryder, who i trained with in the same school it was actually my sister who i had my first match with so 
uh, we we trained together for like a couple months and then had our first match. That must have been uh, a, like a, a nice little thing to be able to share with her, though. Yeah, it was definitely because, you know, it was we were able to do something together for, you know, like a couple months or whatever, and then finally be able to perform that in front of, you know, family and a bunch of other people. It was it was a really cool thing to do with her. Did dad have trouble picking who he's going to cheer for? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, it was like 50-50 because he wanted to support both of us. But, you know, he loves cheering on the heels. So he was, you know, more going with my side. But, you know. <laughs> um, now, for yourself, I mean, who have been some of your biggest inspirations when it comes to your in-ring work? Yeah, um, so... From when I first started out, I had like a couple people who I tried and like copied. Um, one uh, woman who's like on the independent circuit, um, Divya, she was a kind of big inspiration when I first started out. But then, you know, like I've taken from other people, like um, from NJPW, Hiroshi Tanahashi, I like really liked his um, sling blade that he would do. So I kind of took that and added it to my repertoire. But the main person who I kind of take from right now would be Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I was watching the match with Jody threat that you had, and I was blown away with how hard hitting that much that match was. I mean, the German suplexes, there was one uh, spot where I think you did like a fall away slam into a pin. And that was something I had never seen. I'm watching this and I'm like, these two are just beating the crap out of each other. Like you guys were really laying in your shots in that match. Yeah, that was a, that's probably one of the toughest matches I've ever had. It was, it was tough. Like <laughs> we both hit, like went all out on that one. Um, So your match with Jody threat, in, incredible match. And then I, I also checked out your match with B Moss and that one also, I mean, it was very innovative and I was wondering if you could speak on that match a little bit. Um, so I've actually wrestled her a couple times. So, sorry, which one were you? It was, uh, Northland, if I'm not mistaken. I think you were challenging for a championship. Okay. Um, that might have been the one in Durham. So I'm okay. gonna, I'm gonna think it's that one. I think so. <laughs> um, but yeah, that match, uh, I think that was like our second time we've done it. Um, and I cannot remember the question. <laughs> it was just your thoughts on the match. Um, oh, okay. Just, you, you know, challenge or wrestling with B because I know she's been doing it for a little bit longer than you have. So just your overall experience. Yeah. Um, that match, I was very happy with it. It went, it, I got like the reactions I wanted and it was, she's super easy to um, kind of work with. And then I honestly loved it. It was like my first time actually winning in like a Northland green. So that was big for me. And then it was, um, I was very happy with like the way the moves went and, you know, it was, uh, I tried a couple new things in that match, which went a lot better than I expected them to. So it was very, um, it was one of our better matches I've had with her. So I was, I was very happy with it. Nice. Um, in 2023, you competed with the Jacques Rougeau, Jacques Rougeau Lutz Academy. Um, overall, what was that experience like? Because I know he's bringing people from all across Canada to, to, 
you know, vie for the, uh, the cash prize and training with QT. And so what was that like for yourself? I saw, I think it was the promo you did for that. And I was like, all right, she's got some fire in her. So like, how did, uh, what was the experience like for you? Yeah. So that was, I had no idea what I was getting into. Um, like I've, first off, I've never been to go back. And I don't, and I don't speak French. So it was like, um, that was quite, an experience for me, but going into it, like I met so many new people there and it was um, kind of in, intimidating in a way because, you know, like you're competing to win $10,000. It's like, so there's a lot of pressure on you with that. But um, I was able, like by the end of the night, um, I felt a lot more confident in what I was doing. And then like just getting in there and like seeing all these people and like what, how much passion they have for it. And it's like kind of reflects your own self. So it was um, a very huge learning experience for me because I'm like learning from a bunch of people of all different experience levels. And it was like many new things I went through in like one night. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was overwhelming, but also in a very good way and like learning way. So like, honestly, it was, it was an amazing experience for me. Because like, if I'm not mistaken, you faced off with, was it Casey Spinelli and Zoe Sager? So yeah, that was, um, that was the second night there. The, the okay. first, the first, um, like the qualifying rounds, I was in a tag match with Spinelli against um, Miley and Nikita. Okay. And then in the next, um, the next one, it was a triple threat against Casey and Zoe. So leaving that, like the first, um, you know, those couple nights of wrestling, I mean, what sort of feedback were you able to get from, you know, the people in the match and even from the, the promotion itself? Yeah. So with the, like with the competition, like the, yeah. yeah, So the first night it was kind of, um, people were very shocked by what I could do because I was, I was like the least experienced one there. And like I was getting tons of positive feedback for the way I was able to handle the situation, like carry myself in the ring. So it was a lot of positive feedback from that and like um, a lot of support from other people who had watched it. And I got tons of compliments and like was told many times and like asked to come back the next time. And then I was actually able to move on to the next round and that one even more um, positive feedback and, you know, like congratulations for what I did. So it was very, um, very welcoming and helpful experience with everyone who had seen my match and worked with me in it. Nice. So, I mean, that was 2023. You've already submitted for 2024, I take it? Yes, I have. And so coming out of 2023, I mean, you've gotten the feedback. You're going to have a little bit more experience under your belt. I mean, what's the, the sort of mind frame heading into that? I mean, what are you hoping, like, out of everything do you think you're going to go all the way or what's the uh, mindset i mean like the end goal is i want that ten thousand dollars <laughs> like, i want to go on with that um but yeah going into it it's like i've done it before so you know i kind of know what to expect from it like obviously every year is going to be different mm-hmm. but i kind of had like that little bit of experience from being in you know the the past one so going into this one it's like you know i kind of got the feel for it. So I'm hoping that I can use some of that to, you know, get through all the rounds and you know, hopefully bring that cash prize home. 
Even just being a part of something like that, it gets your name out there a little bit more. It allows other promotions to see you and just like getting that experience. I mean, I mean, a big part of wrestling is networking. So just having that under your belt, it could lead to even more opportunities for yourself. Yeah, like even doing it like this year, it already got my name out there more. And I was able to go to a couple more promotions because they watched um they watched the wrestling academy and they liked what they saw. So I've gotten bookings because of because of it already. Like you made your debut in Alberta this past year too, correct? Yes, I did. It was actually as a result from being in um the academy and I was able to fly out there and go to um, Calgary and Edmonton. So that was pretty cool. You know, for someone, I mean, there's been a few wrestlers that I've had the chance to talk to that, like, you know, they're two years in and, you know, being able to wrestle in, you know, three or four different provinces, that's something that some wrestlers don't even get to accomplish, you know, and they're 10 years mm -hmm. in. So that's huge props to yourself. Like great, great job. Yeah. Make it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like in, we mentioned like, you know, in the past year, I mean, Jody Threat, Casey Spinelli, Zoe Sager, those are three of the best women's wrestlers in Canada right now. So, I mean, for yourself, when you look back at 2023, what were some of the highlights for yourself and even just things that to work on heading into 2024? I mean, highlights would probably be all the people I've met and who I've gotten to work with. Like, I never expected that I would be able to wrestle people like Jody Threat and Zoe Zager, Casey Spinelli that um, this early into um, into my career. So, just being able to work with people who are of that skill level and have that um, pull on their name—it's been amazing for me. And then, you know, like just being able to go to all of these promotions, like the highlights, like people I've worked with that's the biggest thing for me and then moving forward into 2024 it's I just want to up my game and like go even farther with it and you know, just get my name out there as much as I can and do whatever I can with any shows even if it's just going to like help out like I just want to make the most of this year that I can so just mm -hmm. push as much as I can to get my name out there definitely and I mean I it's always good to like branch out more and push yourself to do stuff like that. So, I mean, do you have, you know, set goals for yourself for the year? Like, Hey, I want to make sure that I wrestle in two other provinces or dip down to the States or anything like that. Yeah. So actually um, a big goal that I want to do, I want to be able to go out and wrestle in Halifax, like down near that area. That's a um, one that I'm working towards. That's kind of like the big goal for, uh, 2024. So just kind of like broadening throughout um, Canada and maybe, you know, even if I could go to like the uh, US, that would be amazing. But the big one that I want to go to is out in Halifax. Yeah, nice. I know there's a few promotions out there that are running shows regularly, just absolutely crushing it. So I mean, right now, independent wrestling, it's on another level. So I mean, good for you. Thank you. Um, we talked about a few matches that really stand out throughout your career. Are there other ones, you know, that are really memorable that you'd care to share? Ooh, um, memorable. I mean, the, the tag match that I did in that wrestling Academy, that was my first time in a tag and like a tag team match. So that was 
that was really cool for me because like I've always wanted to do tag team. I've always wanted to like have like a partner. So that was special to me to be able to do that. Um, and then actually I did a ladder match a couple months ago. So that was, I've always liked the hardcore stuff. So that's the <laughs> closest I've gotten to that. So being able to, you know, getting smashed into a ladder over like the kendo sticks, like that's a huge, that was a big highlight for me. And I like won my first championship in that match. So that was, you know, killed two birds with one stone there. Got to do ladder match and win a belt. So that was, okay. that was a big thing for me. And now I got to break down a couple of things here. So, I mean, you mentioned the tag match uh, being one that stands out and you're predominantly a singles wrestler. So like, how does your mindset change when you're having to work a tag match like that for with someone you're tagging with for the very first time? Yeah. Um, it's a lot of going over it with your partner to try and figure out how you're both going to work together before the match. But then it's um, kind of just waiting for those moments when you kind of have to step in. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of back and forth with trying to figure out, okay, how do I work with this person? Like I, I had like the advantage of, cause I've wrestled with Casey before. So I kind of know um, already her moveset. So it wasn't like completely new to me. But it was still like, you know, I haven't teamed with her before. So it's like just trying to read um, where the match is and when it's going to know, you know, when you're supposed to step in or when um, you're supposed to stay on the outside. You know, it's just like going over and trying to figure out what the other person is thinking. Now, in the same vein, how does your mindset change when you're going to be a part of a ladder match? Because, I mean we've all seen some of the ladder matches out there and they can be very vicious. So, I mean, is it, does that ever weigh on you a little bit, make a little more anxious or anything like that? No, I was actually very excited to do the ladder match. I was, I had so many ideas for what I wanted to do with it. I wanted it to be like, you know, he, he said he wanted a ladder match and I was more leaning. Can we do like hardcore match? But you know, it didn't happen. So with the ladder match, I wasn't really nervous going into it. I was more just um, adrenaline pumping mm -hmm. that I was, you know, I'm get, I get to deal with the ladders. I get to deal with all this, you know, like no DQ. I can do whatever I want in this. So that one wasn't very intimidating for me because I was, I've always loved things like that. So I was so excited to finally get to do you know, a harder match. Do you have any aspirations to venture into like the deathmatch territory or are you kind of avoiding that one? Deathmatch, like I don't know about like deathmatch per se, but like I definitely would like to do like, um, I would like to do something like that at one point, you know, like I, I'd love to like do like the thumbtacks or like the barbed wire, I just, that stuff gets me excited. Like I wouldn't do it all the time, you no. know, I'm not gonna completely destroy myself, <laughs> but like, I'd love to be able to do that, you know, at least once or twice in my career. Like, I don't know, just the thought of it, it, it gets me excited, which might not be a good thing, but <laughs> we'll see what happens. It, it's funny, I went to one for the first time this past summer and like, it's never really been something I was huge into, but as soon as you're there and it's all happening around you, like it was a no ring show. And I'm like, yes, like I am really into this. You get jacked up from watching it. Yes. Like it just pulls you in. Like, <laughs> So, I mean, 2024 is here. Uh, truth be told, we're recording this end of 2023, but 2024 is here. Um, you're doing the CWE tour to kick things off. 
what about what else do you have for upcoming shows following that so yeah after the tour which is um january 2nd to the 7th i will be um wrestling for hammerlock on january 20th down in stratford and then after that i have a couple more um like local that's sort of local shows so like i'll be wrestling again for the northland under Northland banner in February. And then we'll be going down to the Toronto area again, the same month. And then it's just right now it's just all in Northland, but. Nice. Um, so I ask everyone on the show for a match recommendation. So it's just one that you're a fan of, whether it's on the independence, WWE, anything like that. One that you think the listeners should go check out and why. I think like one match that I really enjoyed was um, Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes um, from can't remember like the past WrestleMania. I don't remember exactly which one it was. Mm -hmm. It was like in in their performance center. I know that, but I thought that one was very intriguing. It was just like so energetic and just like very fast paced. I thought mm -hmm. it was amazing to watch. I was very into it. And like, I, it's one of my favorite matches. Nice. And for those listening, if they're not already following you on social media, or if you have anything else to plug, here's your chance. Yeah. So if you're not following me on social media, I am on Instagram and Facebook at in Instagram, it's Zondra Lee underscore wrestling. And then Facebook, it's just Zondra Lee. So hit me up on there, give me a follow or send me a request there. And, you know, just keep an eye out for me because I'm like, I'm going all over the place. I'm going to try and make the biggest um, possibilities that I can out of 2024. And this girl's going places. Zondra, thank you so much for joining me. I truly appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much to Zondra. And thank you for checking out the podcast. I say it every time. I will always say it. I truly appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to me talk about wrestling. If it's your first time listening, you can find me up on Twitter, Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast. Basically, all social media is Grainmaker Podcast. Um, up on all podcast ring platform, platforms, email grainmakerpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find me every Saturday up on Love Wrestling, doing four exposure with my good friend Pluggo as we take a look at the world of independent wrestling. It's a lot of fun. Make sure you check it out and join us sometime. Thanks again for checking out the podcast. We'll talk soon.